Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Good morning, everyone. I am your host, J.J. White of The Great People Show, and in the studio with me this morning is James Muncy. Welcome, James. Good morning. Many of you are joining us for the very first time here on 820 AM and 97.7 FM, The Answer in Richmond. Welcome to The Great People Show. I created the show to challenge people so that they can achieve their greatest self. We are here for purpose development, Mm. not just professional development and absolutely not self-help. Because if you're only helping yourself, you'll live a very lonely life. This is purpose development. You have a purpose and a destiny. On that road to greatness, life is actually designed to be full of roadblocks to challenge you every step of the way. Every week we bring topics that you are probably dealing with daily, I know I am, that get in the way of being more successful in this world. And what a crazy world we're living in today. We are here to help you make better decisions, taking on topics that uh, you really can't hear anywhere else. The most important element of our show is engagement. You can call us to be part of the show this morning. 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. Jump on Facebook Live video. We're at facebook.com slash greatpeopleshow. So you get to watch us in the studio. You get to interact with us, be a part of the show. We stay personally engaged with our audience continuously throughout the week. It's one of the most fun part I have about the show is just literally, this is the people show. We've got the great people studio with the great people table here. That's right. With the great people Facebook Live. But this is way more than a radio show, James. This is a movement. Wow. We are here to help you make good decisions every day. It's the daily decisions that determine the mark that you leave on this world. Whether or not your purpose is fulfilled, you will leave a mark in this world, so you might as well leave the mark you were meant to make. This is The Great People Show. This is your guide to greatness, because we believe everyone needs a guide, a coach, a source to turn to when you need some insight and encouragement in today's world. Our content can change your life. The world gets crazier every day. I am, again, your host, J.J. White, and I promise to remain as sane as I can on this journey. And just a little bit about me, I uh, I have spent the last 17 years in Dale Carnegie here in Richmond being part of hundreds of lives being transformed, not because I did it, but because people were looking for something different in their world. And I've coached, and uh, I've pulled, and I've pushed, and I've done a lot of different things. And I just woke up one day and said, you know, more of the world needs this. So here we are. On the, on the air, broadcasting all over the world. With me on this journey is my co-host, James Muncy. James, thanks for joining us here in the Great People Studio. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. I am glad to be here. And a little bit myself, I've owned a number of businesses here around the Richmond area. And for about the last decade or so, I've, I've really devoted my career to helping other people who are trying to buy a business, change their business, uh, expand it and grow it, uh, really helping other people's dreams uh, with their businesses come to reality and love that, get a lot of fulfillment from that, and, uh, and, and try to help people on their road to greatness. That's awesome. One of the things you're going to hear often in our show is we have a very, very awesome sponsor called A Ginger Kid. You can go to agingerkid.com. It's a very unique organization, and the reason they're tied to us is because uh, Nicole, the owner of the company, created this business. Uh, They're wooden heirloom toys 
that you could actually pass down to your children and your grandchildren, but it's specifically designed for the working parent. And both James and I are, are working parents yep. where our time with our children is very limited. We just don't have enough time to, especially if we get home, do homework, do sports, that you can actually engage with your children. And we've got some here in the studio. Uh, this particular one's called Balance, also known as Adult Fidget Spinner. So, oh, James is going first. So he's got the green... I'm going with the, the pink right there. We're going to let that thing balance. And if you don't even know what we're talking about, join us on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash greatpeopleshow. Um, if you go to agingerkid.com, put in the uh, key code GIFTS, you can get 25% off your order just for being a listener. Uh, this show is a great way to highlight your company, either the products or even just a great place to work because we highlight great people along this path. We interview great people mm-hmm. that uh, aren't highfalutin, multi-billionaire people. These are real people just like you and me that have uh, achieved some greatness or on their path to greatness because we're all in this thing together. Uh, if you if you want to be a part of the show, you can contact me at jj at greatpeopleshow.com. We also simulcast on Facebook Live. You get to see the whole studio here. Uh, later in the show, we're going to be taking callers. And uh, at our, our number here in the studio is 804-454-1366. Today, we're talking about fear. Now, mm. we've been doing the show for, for a little bit. We've had multiple topics but when we decided that we were going to have to come up with something very spectacular for our first live radio broadcast, because normally we'd record for, for weekend play, we got to the heart of what gets in the way of being great. And we're talking about fear in terms of does fear debilitate you or drive you? And this is one of my favorite quotes. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. That's a Proverbs from the Bible. And, and this is a J.J. White quote that I got from this. Check this out. I don't, usually don't quote myself here. This is, pretty, this is pretty profound for myself. I don't know if you feel this way. But you will only achieve greatness when your desires are greater than your fears. I like that a lot. Well, thank you. I, we have one stamp of approval. That's awesome. Uh, when we are in a state of fear, it's near impossible to be the best version of ourselves. When I think of the entire path to maximizing the time we have on earth, from the time you're born to the time you leave, our path to greatness, the number one thing that will get in our way is fear. So we are starting there today. It's nowhere to go but up. Fear can trap you or it can release you. The goal is not to be fearless as we constantly see marketed to us in today's world. That's not possible. This gives us no room to feel the adrenaline associated with looking fear in the eyes and saying, I feel you and I will beat you. It's the challenge. On multiple occasions, I have daily fears. And we're going to talk about that on today's show. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some of the things that, that tend to get in my way. And James, I'm sure you have some too. Yes. But I need fear to embolden me. I need fear to validate I'm not done pursuing excellence. A favorite quote is by Richard Branson. If your goals don't scare you, they are not big enough. When we went to Facebook this week for our research question, we do this every Monday night. You can play with this. You can engage with it. People are on both ends of the spectrum. Fear paralyzes me is what I heard. And on the other end, fear drives my will to success, and it liberates me. We also saw a powerful quote, what you fear masters you. We are here to make sure that doesn't happen. James, what's your, what's your take on this whole fear subject? I think fear gets a really bad rap in our society. You know, we're, we're especially, I think, in stereotypical as men, we're told we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be scared of anything. And I think it's important that we all remember that fear is a natural human emotion. And most natural human emotions aren't bad. And like so many things in life, we need to have fear, but we need to have it in moderation. Mm. Fear shouldn't keep us from, say, getting on an airplane. Sure. But when we get on that airplane, we should have enough fear that we take a look at where the closest exit is. You know, fear shouldn't stop you from chasing your dreams and and opening that business you've, you've always wanted to open. 
fear of failure shouldn't stop you from doing that, but you should have enough fear that you have a plan B and a plan C. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I think my big message today is to to be aware of fear, know it's there, but embrace it. Don't be don't be scared of fear. Yeah. Don't have a fear of fear. Yeah. Uh, because it is a natural emotion. Uh, but don't let it consume you. It's it's just like our topic today. Does it debilitate or drive you? If you harness it right, it can absolutely drive yep. you. So if you're listening to today's show and you want to call in, uh, we're here for you. Like th- this show is never designed for us just to just to bloviate all over the place about what we think. We're here for you. So if you're struggling with a fear today. Uh, give us a call. Let's talk about it. Or perhaps that you've been able to overcome a fear and you just want to call in and be an inspiration to others that are listening to the show right now. To be a part of the show, call us at 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. When we come back, we're going to keep knocking this fear thing down. I'm ready. You're listening to The Great People Show. Oh, I want something just like All right, everyone, welcome back to The Great People Show. I'm JJ, and with me is James. Good morning. Which, those of you that maybe are just tuning in for the first time, I'm James, too. Suits. Which makes us James times two. James James. J squared. That used to be my nickname, James Square. Uh, today we're talking about fear. The The purpose of the show is to uh, really challenge people to to become their greatest self. And yeah. and, and fear, by far, is, is the greatest barrier to that. It is, and, and fear... In so many things in life. I mean, let's be honest, you and I came up with this topic mm-hmm. for today after the tragic events in Las Vegas, yep. which took place earlier. And you've spent, you, you've, you've spent some time in your past in Vegas, so you have a, a lot of personal connections out there. Yeah. Um, and unsurprisingly to us, the, the reaction that a lot of people have is fear. Think about this. How do you think the Mandalay Bay right now is doing with their, their room sales? They're probably not great. They're probably not great, but I I think you could get a good deal. I think you could be the safest person in the world there. I think probably right so. Now. Yeah. And but, I think that you shouldn't let fear stop you from right. going if you've planned a trip. Yeah, it, it's it's very similar to what happened with September 11th, which was obviously much much larger in scope globally. Everyone was afraid to get on an airplane. Statistically, the law of averages say you really have nothing to fear. Absolutely. And a lot of this fear is based in things that we can't control. But we think we could control or should control. Well, I certainly can control whether I get on that airplane or not. But let's face it, unless you're the pilot, you're a pilot. Yeah, so I am. Actually, you, you probably have more control than the rest of us. Because if something goes wrong up there, you're, you're going, I got this, folks. I like to think so. Could you do commercial? At least I'll could go you, down could knowing you do commercial? what Could you do that? If you were in a commercial airline and is there a pilot on board, could you be the guy? I'll be honest. I think about that every time <laughs> I really? get on a commercial airplane. The answer is I have no idea. Oh, okay. At the end of the day, <laughs> uh, have you like been in a commercial cockpit to even yeah, feel? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so your fears, I would imagine, your natural fears about that are probably minimalized. Oh, simply absolutely. because you can control the situation at that point. Absolutely. I mean, it's so it's so reliable statistically. You're so safe, and but but again, it's very sensational. Yeah. When something happens on an airliner, and it, it's all over the news. Yeah. And the way that we react to these situations in our life, uh, we it is a reaction. It's an emotional reaction, 
And we found a, a list of questions that you need to really ask yourself about fear. It was from uh, Inc.com, mm -hmm. just to give them credit for this. These were really good. I, I pared a lot of these down. Really, it was a lot of common sense, but it was very important for us to, as we look at this topic to ask yourself, why am I dealing with what I'm dealing with? There are people listening to the show right now. Some of you are trapped by fear. Some of you are, are disabled by it. Others, literally, you woke up this morning and maybe you have a fear of public speaking, but you have a big presentation today. And it's either driving you to, to be more successful at that or you're freaking out right now. Literally, you're like, I wonder if there's a way I could get out of this right now. Yep. But all you're doing is really delaying it. You're really not eliminating anything. You're just running away from it. And there's no way fear is going to go away if you run away. So the first question on this list is asking yourself, what am I really afraid of? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the worst case scenario here? Like, really, what could happen? I understand. I saw this video the other day of this guy that jumped out of an airplane with no parachute. Did you see this? They had a I, massive net. I saw it on live desert. TV when they did it. You, you saw it live. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I saw the rebroadcast. That, that guy has a serious conversation with himself going, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of dying right now, buddy. Yeah. Legitimate conversation. V but, that's very legitimate. But for, the most of us, for most of us, most of the time, we really have very little to be afraid of. What's mm. the real loss here? And uh, just to open up my, my can of worms that, that I deal with, James, you and I talked a, a little bit about this because we were in prepping for the show talking about what are we really afraid of. One of my greatest fears, and, and, and I should not fear this, I fear losing my children. Mm -hmm. right. I, I, I literally fear walking into the room. I don't even like saying these words. I don't even like confessing this, but I think this is a part of me just getting over this is I fear of waking up in the morning and getting them out of bed and them not waking up. And that is so ridiculous. There is absolutely no validity to that whatsoever because it's so centered on me and my feelings. Yeah, what an, would I do? It's an irrational fear. Very irrational. So to go to something that's very common, which was the first example you gave, say public speaking. So what am I actually afraid of? If I, if I am going to a public speaking engagement today yep. and I am scared to death to do that, what I'm actually afraid of is making a complete fool of myself. <laughs> so how do I deal with that? But does it matter? Does it really matter if you make a – and here's why in that, in that context. Because if you're giving a, a presentation, let's say there's 50 people in the room, there's at least 48 or 49 that are thinking to themselves, boy, I'm really glad he's up there doing it, not me. Mm -hmm. There's very little room for making a fool of yourself. It's probably not going to happen because no one else there really wants to do what you're doing either. That's true. And one, I, I think I've said this on the show. But I'll say it again because it's that important. When you're in your teens and 20s, you're really worried about what people think about you. When you get into your, um, your 30s and 40s, you become uh, you're not worried about what people think about you. When you get into your 50s and 60s and beyond, you realize they weren't thinking about you to begin with. That ultimately, especially with public speaking, nobody's really thinking about you. Right. And it, yeah, it, it is a lot easier to deal with it when you're watching that train wreck from afar rather than being the one in the middle of it. But to this very specific topic, because uh, you and I have both done a tremendous amount of public speaking. Oh, yeah. A lot of public speaking. Um, the worst thing that can happen is you just start making fun of yourself. I've had <laughs> moments where the PowerPoint went out. I had this uh, presentation one time where uh, it, it was called an Ignite presentation where for five minutes you get 20 slides that roll every 15 seconds no matter what. And the way that this thing started was I go on stage and it was, uh, I get my slide, so I start talking. They flip the slide, and it's a black screen. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't know. 
I don't know, am I supposed to keep talking? Am I stop talking? Is it going to mess up the rotation? So I just started to kind of tell, like, I go to the audience. I'm like, now, how many of you are wondering if this was actually going to happen while I was up here? <laughs> um, and, and literally just started completely making fun of it um, because I was comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. I was okay with myself. There, there was really nothing in my opinion that could go wrong up there. For me personally, and that part of that is is managing the fear. Part part of it is, but I know you you and I are, are similar in that we both love public speaking. Yeah. I, I have that is one thing I have no fear of, and I know you don't yeah. you don't either. I mean, yeah. I'm energized. By yeah. It. Well, that was the number two question here: is do I feel confident in my abilities to perform? A lot of our fears are lack of confidence, mm-hmm. and the things that we do often in our life over and over, we become very confident in. We 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 feel comfortable with because we know what the outcomes are probably going to be, yep. with some exception. So not only do we lose fear, but we gain confidence. Like you, but both of those things, it's like salt water and fresh water coming from the same well. You can't draw them both. It's either salty or fresh. You cannot have confidence and fear at the same time. And it's amazing to me. I actually met with uh, with a, a young woman yesterday uh, talking about her goals, and w- I was meeting with her and her dad. Her dad was very successful, and uh, he, he said it and I said it. She was 20 years old. It's like, you've got everything you need to be successful right now. Like she was like a little mini rock star, but she didn't believe it. Hmm. She was trapped by these fears. A lot of it was fear of the unknown. It's interesting. And so tell me more about what you're saying about how you can't be, you can't be confident and in fear at the same time. So uh, where, where, does, where does confidence lie? It, it lies in your mind and your heart. Where does fear lie in your mind and your heart? It doesn't lie anywhere else. There's only so much space that these both of these things are be able to take place inside of you. If it's the exact same thing, if you feel like, oh, that's easy, I can go do that, that's based in confidence. There's no fear in that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't say, oh, that's easy, I'm going to go do that. Oh, but I'm scared to death. It just, it's that, there's nothing that makes sense with that. It just cannot, it cannot coexist. Um, this, self-info, this self-imposed pressure typically is where a lot of that comes from. And this is where that number three question is, am I pressuring myself to make decisions quickly when I don't have enough information? Uh, I see most fear coming from a lack of knowledge. Hmm. That's lack, interesting. La- lack of knowing, lack of experiencing, lack of expecting what it is. So take the airplane example. You're scared to fly because you're you're scared that mm-hmm. the plane is going to, for some yeah. reason, fall out of the sky. Yeah. Well, if you had more information, if you understood the statistics, if you, if you understood a little more about how a commercial airliner operates, you may not have that fear. Is that, sure. is that what you're getting well, at? Let's, yeah, that's a great example because how many times have you been on an airplane and you heard this really crazy noise and your feet actually vibrate a little bit because of that noise? You're thinking, oh, what fell off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if right. you are a mechanic... You could pinpoint that. Oh, that's just whatever happening. Yep. That's just a natural part of an uh, of an of an area. This is just, and maybe the analogy here is this is just a natural part of life. While while you're freaking out and getting wrapped up in something, this is a natural part of life. And if you're listening to the show right now and you want to participate in this conversation because maybe you're in the middle of this struggle or perhaps you just got out of this struggle. Uh, call us. Be a part of the show. 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. Uh, we're talking about fear because it is by far one of the greatest barriers that we have on our path to greatness. And we identified on the show several weeks ago, being great isn't about you being awesome or you being perfect or you being the best that you can be. Being great is how you contribute to other people's lives. Being yep. great is how you contribute to this world, uh, which somewhat leads us to the fourth one we're going to hit before we go to break. Is my sense of worth at stake in this moment? That so much of our fear is tied to 
What value do we place on ourselves? How important am I? Or how unimportant am I? That's where the fear lies, doesn't it? It's it like, does. I'm not, an, I'm not an important person. I'm, you know, so I'm insignificant. That's not true, but. Well, it does. But also, I hear it a lot from people that are working on acquiring a business because their fear of failure, more than anything else, is to them, if I fail in this venture, then me, my worth mm-hmm. is a lot less. I mm-hmm. Everything that I believed I could do, everything I've always dreamed of doing has all been for naught and and. A lot of people don't want to take that no. chance. They don't want to. They don't want to risk even finding that out about themselves. Yeah, and they're and they're attaching themselves to this inanimate object of a business, as if it's very similar. We've talked about this on the show before. It's like attaching our identity to our children. Mm-hmm. If they fail, I fail. Therefore, I fear that they will fail. That's right. Like my fear is wrapped up in their failure, because if they do it, I do it. I'm a. It's a reflection of me. So we really, really enjoy talking to our callers here about uh, these particular topics because uh, we can talk all day long about it, but we really, we really want to help you all work through a lot of things that may be going on right now in your world, especially after, gosh, what, what happened over the uh, overnight over the weekend in, in Las Vegas and just the things that get in our head and keep us from being successful. To be part of the show, it's 804-454-1366. We're talking about fear and how we need to get rid of it. Or, uh, excuse me, I'm already correcting myself. We're not getting rid of it. We're just we're just getting rid of the stuff that makes no sense for us. Yeah, how we need to manage that fear, how we need to embrace that fear and let it and let it drive us. You know, yeah. when I've owned my businesses, JJ, there was a time where I had a little over two million dollars in, in business debt, mm-hmm. and was I scared of, of failing? Absolutely, I had I had a fear of failing, mm-hmm. but that fear drove me to work my tail off to make sure that I met all of those obligations. So when we come back, we're going to keep talking about this fear thing. Join us here on the show eight oh four. Welcome back to The Great People Show. I'm J.J. White, the host, and James, the co-host. We're playing with toys here in the studio. Ginger Kid toys and tools that teach we've got the balance beam going on here to see what we're doing check us out on facebook we do facebook live with the show we feel like that is just a such a cool way to interact with our audience at facebook.com slash great people show and james is trying his darndest to knock this thing over he's not even playing the game right Let's see if we <laughs> but in that part of life you just you, there, there's there's I've life no the fear. game. there's life the game and then there's your life the game you just got to change the game Look at you, man. Look at you go. Creating balance in your world. Wow. That's like a new tagline. We need to talk to Nicole man. about that. Uh, the reason this topic is so uh, is so relevant right now, James mentioned this earlier, is because we've got all these things happening in the world that sometimes it affects us from afar. Other people, it doesn't affect. You can't ignore it. I, I do know some people that ignore it because they're not connected to any news outlets whatsoever. Yeah. That, uh, that news drives... Uh, so much of our fears and what we should be doing and should not be doing, and it really takes us off track. Yeah, I mean, the the 24-hour news cycle is largely based around fear. I mean, the news spends most of its day telling us what mm-hmm. we should be mm-hmm. scared of. And uh, we were before we went to this last break, we were talking about how how or questions we should ask ourselves about fear. And one of the questions that uh, that really is probably most relevant to what what we were just talking about is. 
Um, am I trying to protect myself from a particular outcome? And oftentimes these fears that we have are really rooted in uh, our our need to cover ourselves with some sort of a protective layer. And, yeah. and so we, we feel like the best action is just no action at all. Or even worse, we're frozen by it. We, we really have no idea what we should do next rather than take action. Yeah. And a lot of the time, the easiest action is to take no action. And we use <laughs> yeah. fear as an excuse to take that that easy path. And we've said this because part of our uh, public service announcement here that in the event of an, a zombie apocalypse, you're not, you're supposed to take action. That's right. You, you're not supposed to stay in the same spot. You're supposed to uh, stay mobile uh, because death is very limited. And apparently <laughs> the state of, under some research, uh, the state of Wyoming is the best place to go to survive a zombie apocalypse, in case you're wondering. So I don't know if we could make it there in time. Where, wherever you're at, uh, I would try. I would try my darndest, uh, even though a Walking Dead scares the daylight. I just don't like that show. It's a good show, but the whole zombie thing freaks me out. Uh, me too. It, it, Sam won't even watch it. In fact, whenever she comes through the living room when it's on at night, and she hears that, she goes, oh, my gosh, and really? she starts walking real fast. Oh, it drops her off the wall. I've never watched it. That's why I walk around the house going, <laughs> the kids love it. She hates it. Um, so what are you scared of? Like, literally, that's what I'm asking the audience right now. What are you really scared of? What are you really trapped by? I Recently, I've been spending a lot of time listening to Dave Ramsey and, and the wonderful work that he does. And so many people have financial fears. Mm -hmm. Like they're just trapped by debt and, and not having enough money to do the things they want to do or even pay the bills and to see the fear in their lives. So maybe that's something you're dealing with right now. Perhaps you're, you're trapped by that. Uh, and, and we want to be here for you. We, we want to let, let you talk through it and see what we, we get free coaching on the show. Oh my gosh. No charge. No charge. Just our time, which is well worth spent with you. You don't all. have to use your real name. The great people listeners. Um, another one that really traps people is am I am I afraid of making a mistake? Yeah. You seem like that kind of guy, James, that you 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 cross your T's, you dot your I's. Do you ever get caught in a fear of making a mistake around that? All the time. Do you? All the time. I mean, I we all hate to make mistakes. Um, I'm a very self conscious person. Yeah. And so I think to me a lot of a lot of what scares me or what, what the fear I have in making mistakes is embarrassing myself in front of other people and uh -huh. how are they gonna judge me? Oh, judgment. After I make those mistakes. Yeah. That is now I'll, I'll be the first to admit that's not a good that's not a good reason. But that's the truth. Well Gallup we're we we were talking about public speaking earlier. Gallup does this poll every year. Number one fear of adults. Everyone oh. everyone thinks everyone thinks it's death, but that's actually number two. Number one fear is the fear of public speaking. And, and we do public speaking coaching. We do presentation coaching. We, we, we do a lot of things around it. And it always boils down to one thing. What's in your head that's preventing you from being successful? And it's almost always a fear of being judged. Will they like me? Will they hear what I want them to hear? Will I say something stupid? Will I look dumb? That's where the fear lies. Mm -hmm. And one of, one of my favorite stories is based on this statistic. That means most adults at any funeral would rather be laying in the coffin than standing up and giving the eulogy. That's, That's how crazy it is. Yeah. That's how, uh, well, let's face it, you know, when you die, fear goes away. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> in, in a way, it, is, it could be a relief mechanism rather than stand up there and choke on your own words because that's 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 what happens to a lot of people so so you've made a career jj in helping people 
around these things. So what about in your personal life? How, how, how does this, how did this used to impact you? How does it still impact you? Have, how, how do you manage it? Uh, in, on the, on the mistake on the, Oh, the mistake Fear, thing. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I still, I think deal with that a little bit, but I don't really care as much because there's very little that I do in life that I cannot at least be part of the solution if I screw it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often say I, I could be wrong. I usually am. <laughs> so in, in a way, I deal with the fear by not letting myself get too high on a pedestal with this thing. I think mm-hmm. if you put yourself in a position where you think you know everything or you should know everything and there's all these spotlights on you, uh, it, it, you're, you're doomed for failure there because you can't. We're, we're fallible people. We are going to screw up. We are going to make a mistake. And I will not allow myself, first of all, to have an ego where I feel like I have all the answers and everyone should come to me. That's exhausting. Mm-hmm. But second of which, I don't want to be bound by these chains of I need to always have the answers. What I, I, I will frequently tell me or tell people when they come ask me questions, what do you think? Mm-hmm. 99% of the time, they'll tell me what they think. And guess what? They have the answer. Yeah. So why do I have to have the answer? Why do I need to put myself in a position where I have to feel like I know it all. That's exhausting. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So, and that that's changed over life because I felt like it was attached to my ego in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. It was my my path to success in corporate America. Yeah. And, and I and by the way, I bombed on that path. <laughs> I totally bombed. It it wasn't until I was twenty seven that that I bought my first business. Right. And because uh, I realized uh, I. I I, I was a horrible employee, so at least I could be, I, I could find the worst boss in the world, which was me. Um, so that so that's how I've dealt with it. Now that's uh, that's interesting, and I like this next one too. The number seven: Am I scared, or was I told this is scary, and so am I adapting to another's yeah. fear? And I want to flip that around. Right. I want to flip that around. How often have we been uh, in some sort of a state of confusion or fear about something? But when we shared it with someone that we trusted, admired, and respected, and they minimized it, they said, what's the big deal? Why are you thinking? And they literally say words that make us just feel okay about it. Mm -hmm. The only thing that changed is someone speaking into our life. That's the only thing that changed. So that means the fear was false. And, And you may have heard this acronym. It's a popular one. False evidence appearing real that, um, with people that have all that have told us things could be scary, we really need to surround ourselves with people that tell us we shouldn't be scared of anything. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that I want to be surrounded with that give me confidence. And they may give us a false sense of confidence. That's cool. Um, but I'd much rather be on that end of it than someone that's sitting there giving me false sense of fear. That's just scaring the daylights out of me. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot. People who are our friends who think that they're trying to help us and give us good advice yeah. often do instill fear in us yeah. and create that fear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we're not short on things in life that are that are designed. I, I said this in the opening monologue that life is actually designed to put things in our way to scare us. Mm-hmm. We uh, we're we're wired that way. We are we're in a way wired for fear because that helps us stay alive. That helps us protect ourselves in this world. Uh, the most successful people, and I, I say success, most people think of being rich or, or having a lot of time. I mean, it's, that, that, that's their version of, of, of success. I call success, or my definition of success, is just leaving this world with, with as big of a positive footprint as I could leave for other people to be inspired to, to 
on their path. It's that whole paying forward thing. Yep. Um, but in, in order to be successful, we have to have these fears and these things thrown in our face so that we can work so that we can work around them. Right. If it was if there was no if there was really nothing to worry about or everything was just so freaking easy. What 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 is that? Yeah. That, and so I would love to hear from one of our listeners. Yeah. When is a time in your life that you have allowed fear to come in? Maybe it's because a friend told you that you had something to be scared of, but when you really didn't. But when is a time that you let fear come in that somehow delayed you or, or changed what your plan was? Give us a call, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about this fear subject and um, uh, just just knock it down a couple rungs on your ladder. Let, let's get this thing out of your way. You're, you're listening to The Great People Show. You know, live radio is something else. We're sitting here going, gosh, nobody's calling us. I'm afraid that we're not saying the right thing. Come to find out, someone reached out to us saying, I'm trying to call, but the phone keeps ringing. So you've been trying to call the show. We apologize for the technical malfunction. The phones are ringing again. Even the great people phone. Even the great people phone is back in action. You know, we need a sponsor for the phone so this kind of stuff doesn't happen. Um so, uh, so please, uh, please reach back out to us if you tried earlier and you couldn't get through eight zero four four five four one three six six. So we do have a caller on the line, Elizabeth. Thanks for calling the show. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Hi. 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 This, this is Elizabeth. Hey. Hi. So what's uh, um, we're talking about fear? What's going on in your life? Well, um, my fear lately is that I'm not doing the right things with my kids. Why do you feel that way? I have a little troublesome little one. Okay. Um, he's going through some stuff right now, and he is quite combative okay. with his father and I. Okay. And I'm, I'm doing everything that I can, and right now I'm just fearful that maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I'm okay. not doing the right thing. Maybe I need to be doing something else. And... I think parental fear mm-hmm. <laughs> is a huge, huge thing. Have you always felt this way towards uh, this this fear? Have you always had some sort of a fear with your children, or, or is this something that just came up and ignited it? I think it definitely brought it to the forefront. I don't know. I don't think you can be a parent without fearing that you're doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. a little bit. But you felt I like you've done the right thing up do. to this point. Right. Yeah. But all we want to do is we want to we want to raise good little kind people and send them out into the world and and let them be good kind people out in the world. And I think I think uh, a parent's biggest fear is is not doing that. Elizabeth, what, what what is the worst? What is the worst that could happen right now? If if you happen to just screw things up as a parent in this particular episode in your child's. By the way, how old is your child that we're talking about? He's eight. He's eight. Okay. So worst case scenario, he's eight. He's having some behavioral problems, and you just don't handle it the way that you want to handle it. What's the worst that can happen? 
I suppose he forgets about it the next day. (laughs) (laughs) The worst, right? Right. Yeah, the the absolute worst. And and you're, by chance, also speaking to the parents of another eight-year-old. And so I absolutely know what you're going through. And you have so little control over this. There's only so many responsibilities that we have as a parent. The other side of this is as far as being a parent, and your your situation is about you and an eight-year-old. Most of the fears that we have actually have to do with us and other adults that we have even less control over. And I think that's part of being a parent is we feel like we should have so much control over the situation. My advice is you can only do what you can only do. And any fears... There should be a drive there for you to want to be uh, a better parent and, and, and to resolve the situation with your son. But anytime you mm-hmm. you have fear, your son is going to see it. He's going to feel it. And that's going to make his situation even worse because maybe one of the behavioral challenges that he's having is he just needs mom to be a better listener. Or maybe he needs mom to relax a little bit more. Who knows? I would just be very sensitive about letting that fear drive you even further into the wrong direction. I um, I can just tell by the fact that you're calling into a radio show to talk about this. That's that's not going to happen mm-hmm. because most most right. most parents get too anxious with it. So uh, th- that that would be that would be my advice. James, what do you think? I think I think you're I think you're right on. You know, the great thing about kids, or one of the great many great things about kids, but one of the great things, the children are not going to judge you. I mean, especially young children. Mm-hmm. Uh, children, they don't they don't realize a lot of the time when you're when you've screwed up. Because I can tell you, I have screwed up plenty of times uh, as a parent. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And, but your kids, I think you hit it on the head, JJ. Our, our children and our and our animals more than anybody else will pick up on our emotions. Mm-hmm. And you have got to be able to keep your emotions in check. Uh, with your kids. I've been in a few situations uh, with my children where there's been something going on in in a public space that has had me very concerned. And my goal has been not to show that fear to the kids Yep. um, because they're going to pick up on that. I think, I think that's, that's huge. Elizabeth, thanks for calling the show today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Have a good day. You know, she brings up an interesting point. I mentioned this earlier that my greatest fear is my, is involving my children. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I, the fear that we hold on to is because we're worried about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, that fear is with my children. But that fear is based on how would that make me feel if that happened, mm-hmm. right? We, we, we don't want to carry around these feelings, so we get scared that we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Just like if we're confident about something, then that's going to drive the positive feelings in our life. So we, we're moving into a sense of more confidence. Uh, we want to thank Elizabeth for calling into the show. If you're, uh, if you're on to either end of the spectrum with fear, if you're currently engaged in something that you feel is just ma- making you hold some fear that you shouldn't have, or if you're on the other end, you've, you've recently come out of some state of fear, you beat fear, call in and tell us your story or, or call in for some advice. We're at 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366, especially if you tried to call earlier because the great people phone lines, they just weren't, <laughs> they weren't zapping with each other. Uh, we're talking about fear. Um, the other one that we were, uh, have not really addressed yet is, am I scared of feeling a feeling? I know some folks uh, close personal friends that are in their 40s that have decided never to get married. Mm-hmm. 
never to have children. Mm -hmm. And we've had some very open conversations about this. It's because they have a fear of all the feelings that come associated with failed marriages. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The reason they're not getting married is because, and it's really based in their experiences with their parents. They saw what their parents went through, divorce, whatnot. So they just said, hey, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Is that a, is that a legitimate way to deal with your fears? Is just pull yourself out of a, even potentially experiencing something? I would say absolutely not. And, you know, my wife and I, we come from very opposite childhood backgrounds. Yeah. I, I come from like a fairy tale, fairy tale childhood. <laughs> my parents been married, you know, since 73. I was wondering why I keep wearing that tutu. <laughs> my, my wife's, my wife's uh, family though, um, you know, my, my wife's, my mother-in-law has been married uh, four different times. Okay. My wife has not spoken or seen her father since she was seven years old. Really? So, mm. but, but what, what she has chosen to do with her life is to try to be, you know, where I'm trying to model my childhood. Her whole goal has been that, that she wants what she never had. Yeah. And she is driven. Mm. She is driven to. She leaned into it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and I feel so so bad for someone who's going to miss out on so many great things in life because they have a fear like that that yeah. they're letting overwhelm them. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's escapism. Is that is that a word? Yeah, it's, it's, it is now. A lot. I I see a lot of people do that. A lot of people run from things in their life because they just can't deal with the potential negative outcomes. Yeah. We, we, we said this a lot earlier in the show that a lot of the fear is based on not knowing the outcomes. Mm -hmm. So if I just completely remove myself from the situation, then, hey, that's how I'm going to deal with it. I can't get hurt that way. You can't, right? Yeah. But you can. You can't run from all the negative things in your life. No, you're it's, not living. It's, it's, in, it's impossible. Um, another one is, am I putting all my eggs in, a, in one basket and pressuring myself to succeed on the first attempt? Yeah, I see that one a lot. In what ways? So I deal with people on a day-to-day -day basis who are taking their life savings, a lot of the time literally rolling their 401k rollover uh, mm. into acquiring a business wow. that they will also be signing all sorts of personal guarantees, putting their house up for, et cetera. And they are literally going all in on acquiring this business. That's scary. It is scary, right. and the pressure to me hearing about it. it. It and I've I've been there, and which is one one reason I love my job because I I can talk to these so people. You're, so you're who've that guy it. in the. So we were we were saying a few minutes ago, you're that one that can minimize the fear by 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 breathing some real life experience into it. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, and that, that's what I try to do. Is I think it's one reason that I I, I enjoy what I do because I've I've been in that seat and I've been I've been through the the other side of the looking glass and I've seen it all. But the fear that some of these people have will ultimately stop some of them from doing it. I want to bring up something we were talking about right before the show. And uh, we, we talked whenever we opened the show. This is not a show about personal development. It's about purpose development. Mm -hmm. well, sure, there is definitely some personal development involved in it. But it's about purpose development. And I don't exactly remember the words that we were using, but the greatest way to overcome fear, if you are rock solid in knowing your purpose and your why— there's very little things that are going to be thrown at you in life that will really cause you fear, no matter what happens, because you will know it's either in, in your purpose or out of your purpose. 
what if I'm scared that my why could be wrong? That's why you need us. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I've never thought about that. I've never, ever thought about that. Uh, the, the process that we use to get to people's why and the purpose is all based on where you've been. It's all based on where you've been. Rarely are, are people, should people be chasing a purpose and a why that has absolutely nothing to do with what you've already been through. Mm-hmm. Life just doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. The grass not only is not greener on the other side, there's actually nothing on the other side. You're standing in the grass that you're supposed to be standing in. So it's hard to get it wrong if you just stay where you're at and think about where you've been, and then and then it becomes very crystal clear on where you should be going next. Hmm. Where I think people get really in trouble, they get worried about what's over the fence. Well, what if I'm supposed to be over there? What if, what if, what if? I think that's that's where you can get wrong. I think you're absolutely right. And people, myself included, often don't think about it that way. I, I didn't until just now. Mm-hmm. I, con, conf- I've never been asked that question. I've never been asked, what if I'm wrong about my why? And one of, one of the ways that you can stay consistently engaged in your why is to continuously listen to The Great People Show. We, uh, we take the show and we put it on iTunes. It's on, it's on a podcast, so you can go to iTunes and, and find The Great People Show. All of our shows are archived there. You can go to our website at greatpeopleshow.com. Uh, we, we do, since we do the show on Facebook Live, it stays on Facebook, but we also put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a great resource to just keep your mind focused on what you should be important in, in life and or what should be in, what you should be doing in life that is that is most important. Because I feel like we get most distracted, and we took a big uh, we took a big jump here this week with with being on live radio and and sharing with the world what we do and, yeah. and how we do it. And I think it's worth noting, by the way, we are here on eight twenty a.m. and ninety seven seven FM. Just on Thursday mornings. So we're here Thursday mornings mm-hmm. at 9 a.m. And it, it's rebroadcast Saturday mornings at 8. Um, this has been a um, this has been a, a wonderful show. We, we, we are always on a journey with you, our listeners. And I would like to leave you with this quote today or, or start to leave you with one of these quotes. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfected in love. First John 18, stop punishing yourself. Live in love. We love you. Thanks for being part of the Great People Show. I'm JJ. I'm James Muncy. Join us back here next Thursday at 9 a.m., the Great People Show. See you then. Peace.